two, So You Want to Be a Leader. Really? A Defy Expectations podcast. I'm Vicky Hampson. And I'm Helen Honeyset. We're here to explore the highs and lows of leadership today with our guests. And help you navigate the complexity of being a leader from every aspect, from the sublime to the ridiculous and everything in between. This week's guest is Pat Chapman Pincher, who has had a brilliant career building, selling and sometimes killing tech businesses. She is also one of our partners in crime at Defy Expectations and our controversial futurist. Pat Chapman Pincher, welcome. Pat has had such a big history and a bio that we've decided to include this in the downloads that are available alongside this podcast. If you visit www.defyexpectations.co.uk, you can find all of this info. Continuing from our last conversation, what are the additional leadership skills we will need to be honing now for the future and future success? I think there are three, and the greatest of these is risk management. Now, most boards would claim to be pretty good at risk management. They have great risk registers, they review them regularly, but really they only look at the foreseeable risks fire, flood, loss of reputation, those sorts of things, which are quite local and happened quite often. What they don't look at are the unthinkable risks, because that's much, much too scary. The pandemic should have been on everybody's radar, along with war, terrorism, earthquakes, market crashes, and the other risks we really don't want to think about, and even less do we want to plan or pay for. When these things happen, and they do happen with monotonous regularity, we're unprepared. Boards need to think and plan about these things in the future. The second thing, I think, is the sort of rapidly changing world that we are living in, and will continue to live in, creates fear and uncertainty in people. That makes people turn inwards, especially the sort of changes that include redundancies. Leaders have to maintain a focus on the customer and on the outside world, but also keep in mind that the customer is probably going through the same sorts of change, and so they will be suffering from fear as well. The third item, I think, in the additional leadership skills is to optimise productivity. I think the key to success in the future is only ever to do what needs to be done and nothing more. This is very, very hard. Most organisations could cut the things they do by 30% if they stop doing unnecessary things. Think of the CEO's pet project, the report that, that accounts ask for but never read, the wasted training because it's never reinforced. I could go on for a long time about the things companies do that they should stop doing. Every new organisation has to start by destroying the reports and processes of the last organisation. At the end, it comes down to something simple to say really hard to do. Get the right people in the right places doing the right things 
at the right time and don't let them do anything else. So considering we should have been planning for the risk of a pandemic and some of those other unthinkable risks, what are the lessons we've learned from the last two years that we can take forward with us? Well, I think there are lots of lessons, but there's one huge lesson, and that's the one that really matters. And that is that what gets you through bad times and good is family and community. And I mean that in a business sense as well as in a non-business sense. Some people have suffered terribly in the pandemic. No one has been unscathed. The best teams that I've seen are those who have dealt with that suffering, who've supported and covered for each other and got the job done. So, Pat, you've talked in detail here about very specific areas that should be done differently. Can you elaborate a little more and talk about the type of traditional leadership skills that you see that failed us or surprised us during the pandemic? And then secondly, how do we need to change our thinking? I think one of the real surprises was the fact that there were senior people on every succession plan who went to pieces. And there were others, and sometimes they were very junior, who turned out to be stars. I think in the future we can stop doing most of the things that HR traditionally do, including assessment, career development and succession planning. There isn't time for this stuff in the future. We don't know the skills we will need. What we do know is that you need to train people to be resilient, to take responsibility, to deal with change and to be confident and caring leaders, whatever level of the organisation they be in. This is the only sort of future-proofing that will work for us. So changing it slightly a little bit, Pat, here, what would one of your current customers say about how you have navigated the last two years? Um, hard to tell, as I've never asked them that question. But what I hope they would say is that I was there for them when the going got tough. Pat, you share so much and so many wisdoms already. Um, is there something you can pay forward, perhaps from your history and when you mentioned that we should have been prepared for pandemics? But what would you share as a pearl of defiant wisdom for young individuals who are thinking about leading? So I think if you're young and you want to go into leadership, I've got one word for you, which is practice. Stop thinking about being a leader and get on and do it. There are lots and lots of places you can learn to lead. I've always thought that one of the best ways of learning leadership was to run a play group. Volunteer for leadership roles. Get all the practice that you can. Learn to do some of the things that you'll have to do as a leader. Join a debating society. Do some public speaking. Learn basic financial skills. Read as widely as you can about leadership. Leaders are made, not born, so start practising now. That's a wonderful piece of insight, Pat. Thank you so much for sharing it. I found so much of that thought-provoking, and there was a number of points that stood out, out for me in that, Pat. 
I think one of them, the biggest one is stopping to do things and in particular stopping with C-suite pet projects and that tendency to have shiny disco ball syndrome to run after things. And then, of course, I really loved your reference to go learn to run a daycare or or manage a a playgroup, because really that's where you'll find the best negotiators on the planet. Thank you, Pat. I'm also wondering what we're now going to do with HR if they're stopping all the things that they traditionally do. You know, what's their role going to be in the future? Because I think there still is one. But I think you're right. We need to really rethink how we do that. And the other piece I loved was taking responsibility, you know, standing up and actually owning our behaviours and our actions is just so critical nowadays. Thank you so much. I'm sure that all of our guests are going to be just as interesting, but each in different ways. And if you've been as inspired as we've been with this discussion this week and hearing from our amazing guest, Pat, please check back in as we'll be running these regularly and we're covering every aspect of the skills leaders will need to continuously develop and evolve in order to thrive. Our next session will continue to chat with an emerging leader as we dive further into how you bring leadership to all levels of the organisation. Do look at our website, defyexpectations.co.uk, as it is packed with tips and inspiration for you on our blog. We look forward to being with you on our next chat. Thank you.